make it there and can make it back. Salutations and shit, folks. Welcome. Welcome, welcome to another episode of Travel and Shit, your new favorite travel podcast, where I, your host, D. Carrie, have an experiential conversation about the nuanced ways that travel intersects with regular life. Uh, start off by taking a moment for the lack of life. There is no plant or flowers. I um, It's a disappointment to me, so I'm extending my apologies for the disappointment i'm working on y'all there's still plants in here most of the green babies are still alive except for one that's struggling but on to the topic at hand so got another guest y'all this is going to be a fun one i was looking forward to doing this for a while actually and i really was looking forward to you have such a diverse array of products on the site which i was surprised happily to see so if you are watching online, you see I'm joined by this beautiful chocolate face. So my guest, please introduce yourself. Hey, oh, thank you so much for having me. Um, so I'm Danielle Hodge and I am the founder and CEO of All in the Ocean. And as you can see behind me, I design culturally inspired pool inflatables, basically for the culture. Um, and I really wanted to uplift the black and brown community in the water space. Um, and so, I mean, we're gonna go more into that later, but yeah. So if you haven't heard of Alma Ocean, it's basically pool inflatables for the culture. So ordered mine, <laughs> yours. Mad excited because I am a summer baby. So my birthday is in August. And so my parents did this thing where I think it was every four years, I got to have a party. And so they've got a, a really big yard. So it was always a water party. And one of my favorite ones, I want to say it was my eighth birthday. And I think that's when they kind of was like, all right, we're good on doing parties for you. Because I think I said some wild shit about the cake and the person that made the cake was there. It was, I don't know. It was just like some kid shit. But I absolutely remember just like, running through the sprinklers, jumping in the wading pools, putting the Fisher-Price little slide in the pool so that you had like a pool slide in the backyard, the slip and slide. So I have quite the nostalgic place in my heart for inflatable shit to go in your yard. So I was absolutely excited to see that one, not only could I be blackity black with an inflatable, but my grown ass could absolutely have something that was just a little bit more adult friendly that I could be cute in. So how did you get the idea to start your company? So I, my background is um, events and I'm basically an event producer. I uh, manage logistics and huge teams and I travel usually like eight months out of the year. Wow. Um, when COVID hit, I had to be still and I was like, what the fuck am I going to do now? Because that's all I know is being in front of people and pushing brands and products um, that weren't mine. Mm -hmm. And uh, I had to move back home to my mom's house at 36. And which is great because we get along. So I'm cool. going to be 36. I'm so excited. Yes, yeah, I'm going to be 37. Um, but yeah, I had to move back home. And um, I... I was like, you know what? The one of the things I do when I start to feel like overwhelmed, or I, I don't know if I was about to slide into depression, but is to go by the water. Mm. Um, 
because it's healing, you know, just being by the water, if you're not even touching it, just being by it, you know, there's something about it that's healing. And my mom has this lovely pool in her backyard. So I was like, you know what, I'm gonna go read a book. And I'm gonna go like, look for a float online and see if I could just like lay back. I could picture it. I was like, I'm gonna lay back on a float. I'm gonna read a book and I'm gonna chill out. And so I get online and start looking for pool inflatables. And I was like, whoa, where we at? I couldn't see me anywhere. I was like, where, where are the black people at? You know, and um, the pools were just so basic and nothing spoke to me. I was like, something's gotta be done. And, um, you know, I'm an entrepreneur and obviously a hustler because I was working for so many other brands previously, but um, I just, I just got to work. I was like, man, I got to do something about this. So it just came out of nowhere. It came out of me being still. It came from me um, feeling left out. Like I for real had tears in my eyes. Like, oh, I really feel left out. I'm going online and I don't see shit. Um, and that just, that was really it. That was it. That's That started it. If you could see behind me, I got my little board where I started. I put like, wow. I took the sketches and kind of just cut them out into the shapes that I wanted. And Issa Rae is my inspiration. I just love her personality. So she's just been back there behind me the right. whole time. Um, you know, she just, you know, cheering me on and shit. I can see her going, go, go, you know. Like, <laughs> she's there. She's there. Um, nah, but uh, yeah, so I just, um, yeah, I just, I'm a visionary. I had to see it. And so once I started seeing it on the board, I was like, imagining it being on store shelves and how we would actually have a choice you know yeah. that, we, that we could relate to so so how have your travels between personal travels and work travels kind of influenced the way that you make decisions because I know that there's I don't like to make it like mad deep like there was me before travel and there's me now but I know that I am a little bit more patient because I've had to have patience extended to me in my travels. So I tend to, you know, do things a little bit differently. Have you, has your travel influenced how you do things, especially in business any differently? Um, no, because, um, I, I'm not just a mobile person. You know, um, when I was working and well, I'm still working in events because I'm actually going to start going back on tour while I just launched this business. I have to pay down some debts. Um, so I'm going to be traveling again for three months, starting from August to November. And um, I'm just I'm, I'm a mobile nomad <laughs> um, and pretty much can work from anywhere, can, you know, go to a coffee shop anywhere, can, you know, anything I can just do because I'm a human and I, I'm a body and I can just put myself anywhere so nothing's really changed um and I love to travel and um yeah as long as I have my laptop and some lip yeah. gloss I'm good have you had any pushback in terms of because how did you like what is the process for making inflatables look like they don't have inflatables on um your basic print providers for a Shopify site. Like that's not something that you just yeah. Tuesday roll over and Wednesday morning start designing and, you know, ship yourself a sample. Like what did that process look like for you? Um, I'm one of the types of people who just dives in and does shit, even though I know there's most likely going to be consequences uh, along the way or just 
an uber amount of support and success, I just go, like I just dive. Um, and so I had the idea, I had the concepts, I had the drawings, and then I was like, oh shit, where am I gonna get these floats from? Um, so I did try out some of the supplier sites like Alibaba and stuff like that, but I didn't really trust anyone, especially during COVID, I couldn't take a trip. Um, Cause my inflatables come from China. I couldn't take a trip there. Mm-hmm. Um, and so um, I just started digging into like groups groups became very powerful, like on Facebook or like um, anything you need to find, go find a group. I just actually found a, an accountant today in a Facebook group who's like, she's off the chain, financial advisor. Um, and so I just dug into a group and just started vetting people and digging and asking questions from suppliers, from a supplier group. Um, and uh, there was one supplier that just stuck out to me and um, basically was just like fighting for my business and um, oh sorry yeah there was a supplier that just stuck out to me and was fighting for my business and so I, I went with him I, w- I winged it I was like you know what I don't really know if I'm gonna get the first prototype but I'm gonna try it yeah trust um, just trusting it and then also I'm reading if you have not um, by Shoe Dog by Phil Knight he's the person who created Nike okay um I was actually kind of reading that book last summer as I was doing this and he kind of went through the same stuff, like dealing with winging it with suppliers. Mm-hmm. Um, so that kind of like pushed me to motivate me. Like he did it and he, you know, yeah. he, got, he got to Nike. So I'm gonna do the same thing. So I, I just winged it, found somebody, tried to see if I could earn their trust, um, spent some money on some prototypes and got them. When I got them, I was happy. And so that was it. That, that, that was enough to let me know, like, all right, I got their trust. I like the designs. I'm gonna wing it again and do a little like a quantity with them and see if they'll, you know, come through. And they did. So I'm like, all right, I'm good. Yeah. Okay. So you've got the product. You found your your start. What was how has your experience so far been with your audience? Because you know, there's the myth of you know, black people don't know how to swim. Mm-hmm. Black women don't get their hair wet. There are all these, you know ideas and misconceptions, stereotypes and all that shit that that are placed on black and brown folks. What was your rollout process like? What was the reception from the community? The reception has been wonderful, amazing. And like black females are so excited about this product because they're like, I do go in the water. I I do swim a little. You know, I've been finding out a lot of people, a lot of friends actually, and random people that I ask now, um, do you know how to swim? And a lot of people don't know how to swim. Um, or if they do, they they don't know how to do it safely. It's just like a doggy paddle and it's just yeah. like um, not proper swim technique. Uh, you, <laughs> okay, cool. So if you know, you know, if you went there, you'd be like, I can find the edge or try to. Yep. Like, <laughs> I'm good by myself. Don't introduce anybody else. Like I could get from <laughs> here to there. It's going to be a struggle. Might take a little time in between, but I'm yeah. get there. You no, know you got to get there. So, um, and that was another thing that I was so excited about because I, I, I knew I, the product will sell itself visually. Like people are like, Oh shit, Kente on a pool. Like that's dope. Um, but then I, I'm always the person that ha- I have to be impacting or uplifting at the same time. I can't just have a product like that irks me when there's just like, I don't know, what can you do with this? What is it going to do for me? Like there has to be more. And that's how consumers are now is that they kind of want to know 
not only who the person is behind the brand, but what, you know, kind of like, what else are you doing that's good and impactful? Um, and the biggest thing was me knowing that I am a really strong swimmer. I'm a great swimmer. I grew up in the water knowing that there's a lot of, um, first of all, the percentage is high in the Black community, and we all hear it, that um, we're struggling in swimming, but I felt like I needed to um, uplift because that's what was missing was the uplifting. Like not seeing us on the boxes in the store was missing. Not right. seeing the designs that we could, that you know that speak to us uh, was missing. And then the part of like it's a huge disservice for me to be selling pool inflatables when I know my community is struggling. So that's why I've partnered with um, Afro Swimmers, Noelle Singleton, um, over Afro Swimmers she can link you to any swim coach. Um, and then there's Rhonda Harper over at Black Girl Surf. So if you wanna try something different, you already know how to swim. Um, Rhonda Harper is like the Black Girl Surf community, um, which people don't even know exists. You right. know? <clears throat> um, and gets you excited to learn something new. So I didn't care about the stigmatism that Black people don't swim because I wanted to not even push that, but more so just keep uplifting that there, the space is there for us. We got to see it at the table now. And, and it, I felt like it was time to embrace and learn and be excited and get over that fear if you don't know how to swim. I think that what will absolutely help with this is representation. Because for a lot of people, for one, there are people that swim of color. Like, you swim. Yeah. I swim. I ain't the best, but I'm gonna jump in the fucking water. There are plenty of black people that swim. There are plenty of black, uh, brown folks that will get in the water without an issue. And then you have the demographic that maybe is hesitant to speak on I can swim because they feel like, oh, well, my peers don't. So why am I gonna, you know, have myself be the only person that's ready to jump in and everybody else is cute poolside. And then you have the folks that say, well, why bother if this isn't something we do? I know that even in terms of travel, I, and for a long time, I didn't leave the country until I was 30. Mm. It was, and when you mentioned representation earlier, I had a thought where it's so, I don't want to say funny, but as a kid, I didn't really, I remember certain instances where a lack of representation stood out to me. Like, I remember I could never get into friends because I'm like, well, they live in New York and they're no black. Like, they don't have any black friends. Like, nobody looks like me. Why is I'm, I don't want to watch it? Like, OK, it was like 90210. I'm like, but it's no OK, cool. And I didn't it didn't really connect that way until I got older and I realized that, oh, while I don't really see a lot of black and brown women solo traveling the world yeah. and then social media the more I was able to see, oh no, we really are out here. Like that, like we do this. It's like, oh shit. Well, why can't I, you know what I mean? It's just like, yeah, we out there and we fly outside. It's like, there's so much more than like the limited things that you see in your own little bubble. And I really think that just seeing yourself in a space, even as adults, as grown almost fully completed people, you know, like not fully completed, yes. but you're always yes. growing and all that. But you know what I mean? It's just like you, for the most part, we are who we are. We're, we're open to grow and to get better, but it's, we're here and it absolutely feels so good as a whole adult that there are still ways for me to grow and expand, to see more of myself. 
So of the swimming initiatives that you guys are working on with your product, how does, like, how are, is that pushing out? How is Alma Swim part of that narrative that is getting more black and brown people in the water? Yeah, I think, um, again, it's, we're still in baby stages, right? I'm like an incubator. Uh, I launched, I started in June. I didn't start selling until November. I was actually crowdfunding in November um, to raise funds because I wanted to get the pool inflatables, but I really didn't have the money to do it. Um, and so once I raised the money in the capital, uh, I, I, I got my inventory, but also started taking pre-orders so that I can make sure, okay, I've got the inventory. I got to make that money back, start generating sales and start finding my customers. But the DNA and the blood of almost like the part that really needed to be there was having Afro swimmers and swimming resources available. So what I'm doing is on my website, um, I think my web designer should have it up pretty soon, but you'll be able to click on a part that says resources, um, swimming resources. And then you click on that, you'll see that you can like schedule a consultation with um, Noelle from Afro Swimmers. If you're in Seattle or Georgia, she's got the link to refer you to a swim coach. Um, I think as I grow and the more partnerships um, that, that happen, uh, there'll be more like of a calling and a scream to draw more people in to know about things. Like, for example, maybe we'll partner with, um, did you know about Yacht Nake? So yes and no. Okay. Boyfriend has been planning uh, Yacht Week for his birthday for a few years. And he always said, I'm doing it for my 35th. So we had started putting those plans together for Yacht Week. And one of his friends sent him Yacht Nick. And then it was just like, is this it? And he was like, no, but it looks pretty fucking dope. You know, we're looking at it, it's like, it's not what we were going for, but it's just like, oh shit. So we got one. Yeah, we have one we can go to. <laughs> so I am newly aware of yeah. it. Yeah. So I think partnerships kind of like that, like mm-hmm. getting people still in water activities, even though it's not like, um, I don't know, just like a pool event, but like other water activities like that, I think will be cool to partner and sponsor and be a part of and have inflatables there. The cool thing about Yacht Week or Yacht Nick is like the culture of it is um, hop, island hopping um, right. on a yacht. You run a yacht with your friends. Um, you all put your money together. I think sometimes some of them have it. You have your own DJ and you have like your own chef on the yacht. And then you, when you stop at these other locations, you know, everybody just chills and swims and all the floats go out in the water. And it's just, I was like, this is part of who I'm about to be. Like this shit is fire. Uh, So yeah, so there's, there's just so many cool things that I know will attract black people to not only uh, on the ocean, but like the cool um, activities and aquatics that they didn't even know existed. Um, It'll be like an intro to them by partnering with all these people. So we, we, we're going to get there. <laughs> yes, you absolutely will. It'll yeah. happen. Yeah. How, how did you learn to swim? So when I was younger, I think about maybe four or five, I fell in, in the deep end uh, and my brother was there and he had just learned how to swim, but I still didn't know. And I almost drowned. Wow. Um, and um, my mom's like, you don't tell this story enough. And I'm like, maybe because the water got in my brain and I keep forgetting that I almost drowned. Like, I, for real, almost almost forgot. And I will show you this too. This is like, I have little, um, it's funny that we're talking about that, but like, I have little pictures. This is the same pool 
actually in the backyard when I was little. So I was like a little bit bigger than that when I fell in the pool and that's my brother who saved me. I legit- Oh, the baby, he saved you? Yeah, he saved me. Oh, brothers. Yeah, so um, that's me stancing by the pool. <laughs> but um, that happened, um, but for some reason it didn't deter me. Like, I think mm. like the next day, even after I sucked up all that water and like, I don't know if we even did CPR. I think I was just like coughing for a long time, but um, it didn't deter me. And I was still like trying to figure out how to swim. So we were just fish in this backyard here in Altamont Springs, Florida. Like um, my older brother told me he learned um, by taking five gallon water jugs and putting them under his arm when they were empty as a float. Oh shit. <laughs> Back in the day, this was like eighties, you know, he, he put him under his arm and he would just use that and kick. And then he would let them go. And like, and then when he got to the shallow end. So like we were, you know, my mom's a registered nurse and when she went to work, we were gangsta going in the pool with no adult home. Like, Jesus, we were... <laughs> like the adults in me was like, fucking Christ. <laughs> Wilding in the backyard, like, cause we had this pool at our house and like, it was sunny and hot. And we were like, well, mom's at work, but the pool is calling us. So right. We taught ourselves how to swim. Wow. Um, and yeah, as I grew up, my mom used to like beat my behind because as I got older, going through my hair was like crazy and it was like a routine I would be like yo Nancy because we don't only black people in the neighborhood I think we have some Indian neighbors now but like I'll be like yo Italian family Nancy I'm gonna come over today we're gonna swim and I would go over all the time and then come home quick before my mom got home shower lotion up and try to dry my hair and she'd be like did you go I'd be so black from the sun right. <laughs> she'd be like did you go again and she pulled that belt out and I'd be like oh my god but I would still keep going swimming all the time so I was addicted I'm just addicted that was yeah, it. Water, what's your sign are you like a Pisces like a water sign or something edge okay I don't I'm know just, nothing about signs but you know. yeah, I just know we're cool that's all right. I'm know. <laughs> <laughs> Daisy is a sad right so I'm here who is this edge Daisy oh okay Daisy's a sad. I don't know just, any famous Leos you're a Leo yeah uh, Leos are cool, I guess. I think so. Shit, I'm gonna tell everybody. Leo. I don't know. Fuck, I don't know about the rest. I'm a. Cl- I am. Shit. I, this one is. So, in terms of being in like your neighborhood and not having a lot of you know black kids in the neighborhood, what what did you? What was your experience with inclusivity in water? Mm-hmm. Like, I know some people have had like those horror stories of you know white kids not knowing any better and like having those awkward conversations like why does your hair do that when it gets wet or you Mm -hmm. know how come you don't your mom doesn't come in the water with you and Mm -hmm. what was that like for you growing up surprisingly um because it was either my backyard where I was around my siblings or the Brunos they were Italian family their skin was dark um not to say that they didn't ask me questions like about my hair but it was just like oh okay like they were like, oh, you got, do you brush your hair after? I was like, no, I'm just gonna put it in a bun and go home. Cause I knew I had to get in the shower here and yeah. like try to figure it out, but- Damage control. <laughs> yeah, surprisingly I didn't um, run into like that much, you know, that many issues, but I will say like, obviously, you know, we were extremely blessed to have my mom you know, as a registered nurse, putting us in this like a mid-class neighborhood. Um, And, but then when I would go to middle school or like elementary school, it mixed. So it was like 
all it was all races races but that's when I would connect with you know the black kids and um they would always be like uh they would be jealous because I knew how to swim or I'd ask them like can you come over to, you know to my house and swim and stuff and they'd be like no nah, I can't and all that stuff and it was kind of messed up because I wanted to connect and swim with them in the pool but right. like they, they you know they never really you know came over to swim with us but um I didn't really have that that issue surprisingly I guess because I was just always home we were just always at the house you know swimming when I was younger so I'm trying to figure out like if I would if I really ran into those issues not really you do have those questions where you have like um you know your white friends as you get older starting to ask some questions you like yeah you know I gotta explain to her <laughs> yeah. yeah well um but it's it's rare I don't know I guess people just leave me alone <laughs> Which is fine. And yeah. it's, I mean, honestly, I don't want the narrative to be that you have to experience like large doses of racism mm-hmm. to feel compelled to want to do something different. I think microaggressions are just as, you know, impactful or yeah. seeing other people uh, deal with instances of you know that whole discomfort in wanting to be included in a community or included in a space that they don't see themselves in yeah so what does your uh travel life look like outside of work like do you travel for fun like what kind of traveler are you are you solo travel group travel um i am mostly a solo uh i go to guyana a lot because i have have the coconut oil company yeah the coconut oil business so um I mean, it was crazy when I, you know, I would take those trips a lot with my mom. We used to go a lot in the summer. Um, we would spend like a full summer there. Um, I can fly. Huh. <laughs> we would spend one earlier. <laughs> spend full summers in Guyana when we were younger. And so um, as I got older, like when I was younger, I was like, damn, it's hot. I can't wait to get back home. Like mm-hmm. uh, we're bored because we just sit around all the time. But as I started taking those trips when I got older, I was like, yo, Guyana's beautiful. Like you're riding in these boats that like, you don't even know if it's gonna like break, but the artisanship of them putting those speed boats together is like, is amazing. Wow. And you're going on this river, like in a speed boat and the boat's bouncing like this. And it's just like, you're in the Amazon pretty much cause Guyana's near Brazil. Mm-hmm. Um, but it has like that kind of Amazon feel. Um, there's no blue water there. It's all rivers and um, creeks and stuff like that. Okay. So uh, when I got older and started taking trips by myself, because I started the business in 2016, um, it felt real cool. I was like, I'm a businesswoman. Like I got to go check on the stores and like check on my cousin and make sure she's running shit right. Um, so I, I take frequent trips there. And then I've been to the Philippines. That was a solo trip. Yeah, I, I hit I hit up spots just because like especially if there's friends I can meet out there. Right. Um, and what else? I've been to Guam, you know, that was like a layover. It was like a full day layover. Nice. Was, Those are my favorites. Oh, like a, a solid layover. What? It's I like I feel that. like it's free. You know what I mean? Like I paid for it, but it's like I paid for something else, and I got this too. <laughs> I am all for the long layovers. I'm yeah. cool. I really am like I utilize my like I said I'm mobile I can always be working on my laptop I could be reading right, right I could be trying a new restaurant in the airport whatever um you know just people watching is always great Listening I love people watching the podcast shit, your podcast you know while I'm traveling just like um I always utilize that time and just appreciate being somewhere else so 
I'm all for the like cheaper flight and long layover. Trinidad, I had a, like a super long layover and I brought some friends and nice. um, went to the Blue Lagoon. I'm a traveler girl. <laughs> so we're going to take a break and we're going to uh, let you know something special that we've got cooking up. So stay tuned. Are you ready for summer or are you ready for summer? So I've been leaning into local trips and (laughs) budget-friendly activities now that outside is open and pricey. These airlines honestly aren't doing any of our pockets any favors anymore, but my spirit still needs outdoor fun. My Culture Attic Inflatable Pool has been the perfect way to kick back, enjoy the sun, and reminisce over the birthday pool parties my parents used to throw me as a kid in the yard. It's Leo season, my season, and for my birthday, I'm giving you your own Culture Attic Inflatable Pool. I've teamed up with Danielle Hodge of Alma Ocean to bring the culture and the vibe to your hot girl, hot boy, hot person summer. One grand prize winner will receive their own Culture Attic Inflatable Pool, and two runners-up will each receive a Rasta Unicorn drink holder. To win, sign up for our mailing list using the link in the description of this episode. That's it. Sign up to our mailing list for your chance to win a Culture Attic Inflatable Pool or a Rasta Unicorn drink holder. Giveaway ends 826 and is open to U.S. and U.K. residents 18 and older. Good luck, y'all. All right, so we're back. And next question is, when you travel, what is your what is your water seas? Are you a beach or are you a pool girl? Damn, it's so hard. It's so hard for me to choose. It really is. Um, let me tell you that I'm not going to choose because it depends on mood and scene. Okay, like, fair. I just went to Miami for like two weeks um, to get some content. Uh, I was actually, uh, my friend was like, yo, we're leaving. Can you watch our dog? You could stay in our house for two weeks. I was like, what? Content. Yeah. Um, so I, again, utilized that time at my laptop. I went to some hotels in Miami and hung around the pool and I was having the best time. You know, um, I brought my little, my Rasta unicorn drink holder. Like I didn't care. Mm -hmm. Mine is on the way. Um, and I had this and I was floating in the pool with it and I was chilling, drinking. And then I, you know, like a day or two after I was like, okay, it's a beach day. Mm -hmm. And, um, I went to the beach and like, um, swam out to like there was had a sandbar that some people knew oh. about over in Miami. So I was like, oh, I'm gonna swim out there with y'all. Swam out to the sandbar and the waves were coming. And I was just, I don't know. I'm and gonna I ask always, you about that after because we're actually going okay. for my birthday. I, okay. I always um I always pick up sand and I like exfoliate. Yes, that's why I love the beach. Yeah. I love them both. It's really hard to choose. I am absolutely a beach girl just because the sounds I love the sounds and I just feel like the ocean terrifies me it absolutely terrifies me because it's so it's so powerful it holds so much life that we have absolutely no idea is even there yet just because we haven't done it you know what I mean like they send the niggas to space and it's just like bruh we got (laughs) shit right here on the same ball with us that you might want to look into you know what I mean like this it's some really good movies about some deep she deep sea shit. And I just feel like it's it should be worth some investigation. But 
I also love the, like you said, it exfoliates everything. My feet are never softer. My skin is always so soft. And it just, I feel like salt water for me has a very cleansing. Oh yeah, it absolutely cleanses you. It goes up in your vaginas. Yes, everything. I love it. I yep. fucking love I it. No, but I do think about it. Salt on the womb. No, I'm playing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is healing head to toe. Um, and that's, that's, Alma means compassion and humanity and the ocean is healing. So I had, yeah. to, I had to merge those two because I was like. Nicely done. I like that. Yeah. So I get it. Yeah. The ocean is beautiful. So I feel you. <laughs> do you have, um, like when you, have you done like snorkeling? Um, what do you call this? Uh, scuba diving. I haven't done scuba diving. I know you have to do a certain amount of hours for that. Um, you got to get some cool, cool gear, which is kind of pricey. I mean, I think I the cheat code is like, if you do it on a vacation and they do one of them janky, like learning sessions, that's what I've always said I'm going to do <laughs> because like you, you sign the waiver and then just go with, you know, go with God. Just but good you really, no, no, no. You really want, I mean, you, you go down and scuba dive, but you, in order I guess to like really be into it, you, there's a certain amount of hours. you. Oh yeah. 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 I mean like to be like a diver, somebody that's really about that shit. Like, yeah. I don't think that I would be, I don't want to speak limitations into my life. Yeah, However, I will say the me now, <laughs> me in the water is not, it takes so much concentration for me to breathe underwater. Like, and I don't mean breathe underwater, but like not breathe underwater, if that makes sense. Even with like <laughs> snorkeling, I've not had um, the best experiences just because I'm concentrating on breathing out of my mouth. I don't know why it's so fucking difficult for me. Even when I try to run, like if I'm every run. couple of years, I, I'm a, a, what do you call I'm a serial trier. I go through little ebbs and flows of, I'm going to be vegan. I'm going to <laughs> cook my own food. I'm going to work out. I promise you, these things only last a couple of weeks. <laughs> At least I was going to. Yeah. I like new shit. You know what I mean? The excitement. Of, and then you get to buy things. I like just buying things. And it's like, oh, I, a workout. New sneakers, you say? Okay. <laughs> so I'm going to work out. A food processor. I thought I was going to be, be a vegan. God bless myself. It was... It lasted three old fucking weeks. I bought myself cooking more foods of my own. It was a it was a fun little stint. And I bought a food processor. And this was like four years ago. This shit is still under my cabinet. Never opened it. So glad I did not invest in like a pricey one. I think I got like a little $20 or $30 option or some shit. But with snorkeling, I have such a difficult time just because I'm concentrating, you know, in my um, it's, it's a concentration thing and the free dive this is video that has been floating around of this chubby guy and he's got this yes, tank top it. oh it is so it. fucking beautiful and he's, he is he's fucking it up yo and i've always wanted to do like an underwater like um photo set like photo shoot and shit little merman is probably my favorite disney movie but <laughs> i mean Poison in the Hood is mine, but all right. <laughs> Disney movies. What's your favorite Disney movie? What? I don't know. I don't know. That's the thing. I need to hang out with my God kids somewhere. I ain't got no kids and I barely, I don't know. Lying. So I have my <laughs> best friend and her daughter came a couple weeks ago and we had Disney Plus on and it's See? not like. You caught up. You want to watch something? What you want to do? Like, like what do 10 year olds do? You hungry? You all right? Like, <laughs> 
what are we doing? And uh, we did actually watch um, Luca. Oddly enough, we're on the topic of water. And it was a very, he was like a sea monster. And when you jump out of the water, they become human or something like that. The movie was I gotta cute. watch that. Oh, I got to watch that. It was, it was good. Cute. Yeah, I liked it. I did. I was not expecting to like it. And I was just like, all right, so we'll watch some kid shit. <laughs> don't want, you know, you don't want maybe to feel left out. Go watch room and TV in the room. Go on. And now, you know, the, I hated that when the adults would do that. They just, it's like, yo, we here too. I ain't tell you to bring me. So the least you could do is like, you know, make this comfortable for everybody. So we did watch a little baby movie and then it had us going through the whole list of, you know, the old movies. Oh, Lucy, you seen this one? Have you seen this one? Oh, what about this? And I was reminded how much I fucking love Little Mermaid. I need to get caught up. See, you got to hang around with little kids for all the catching up. Because otherwise I, I won't. I just They won't. will have you being nostalgic. Yeah, they will. So what does your work travel look like? Because I've never had to travel. I only travel for work like twice, I think. Went to Wisconsin. Yeah. That wasn't exciting. How do you spend a little bit of like fun time along with your work travel? Because I know it's there's a, a science to it. Yeah, but I have no contribution to help the folks with. Um, the event that I work is outdoors. I like I literally am. Where's the forklift? I'm booking it. I'm directing people on a field. And I'm making making sure things get up, set up. So a lot of times I'm out in the heat all day. Um, and by the time I get back to that hotel, that shower and that bed looks so good. But I do make sure that um, any city I go to, I at least try like either I like to go out and have a nice drink so you know I try like a brewery or like a, a nice spot that's cool. like a lounge you know and just my beer girl yeah just yeah IPAs yes those are my <laughs> personal favorites because you're good you good you gotta ease up off them a little bit um no but yeah I just try to make sure that I find time to check Sometimes the crew and the staff that I work with, they have to pull me out of my hotel room because usually I don't want to see them after, mm -hmm. the, you know, and like yeah. hang out with them. Um, but we have vehicles that we have to share. Uh, and so, um, yeah, I just, sometimes I get pulled out, you know, to hang out with them or I make time. I always make time. Yeah. Okay. So in terms of water activities, I know one of the initiatives that you have listed is bringing support to water activities. What would that include and what does that look like? That just really includes the resources. I think a lot of times we don't know where to look. We don't know where to find things. We don't know where to find us. Where are we? You know, um, and so I'm starting with that first. Um, and as I build, I'm sure there'll be more. But I really, when I found Black Girl Surf, I was like, I, the day stopped. My comp my day completely stopped. Um, I dug to find out who the person was that that started Black Girl Surf. Then I started watching YouTube videos and put it on the TV on like the big mm -hmm. TV. Like yeah. I want to watch every video they have about Black Girl Surf. I was like in it the whole day because I I was so like intrigued that this community existed. Why didn't I know that? Like, I'm, I've always been in the water. So um, I think me continuing to do content to let people know how exciting it is that there are these activities that we're doing um, and just making sure I put it in one spot where people could find them. I think that's yeah. huge because sometimes people are lazy to research. <laughs> yeah. And sadly, it's like, you know what? I don't even want to say that because it is so easy. It's, 
there's one thing to do the research and then there's one thing to find yourself in the research. And I think it's so much easier for someone that sees themselves represented fucking everywhere to do the research because they don't have to dig. They don't have to look far. As soon as they Google swimming lessons, they can find uh, an array of options that are going to, you know, one way or another speak to whatever, you know, filters they need to then put on that search. But so, I mean, something, it was kind of like, well, uh, what was it, uh, Sadie? I had a conversation, such a gem. She's a really great Costa Rica resource. <laughs> and she was saying with, um, I think it's, is it Soul Life Travels or Soul Life Costa Rica? You'd have to, um, I think it's Soul Life Travel. But mm-hmm. where her, to her point of inclusivity is like, we shouldn't have to do the work to find ourselves. It's right, like, right. if someone wants to travel or if someone wants to, you know, support black owned if someone wants to see themselves in the spaces that they are spending their money yeah. it, it shouldn't have to be on the third google page it shouldn't have to be in the fine print you know it should be more readily accessible so that when it comes to doing the research it's not as tedious it gets easy to just dismiss doing the research when you have to do so much work than all your other peers like if it's right here for you if it's displayed in Pente cloth and Rasta unicorns, incredible <laughs> fabrics with beautiful people smiling. It's just like, oh shit, like, and then <laughs> more. Good. I can yeah. do this too. I can go outside of the inflatable pool in my yard because now I can find a swim instructor. Now I can find where there's a pool where I'm not the only black person. Now Ooh. I can go, I can take it outside of home because I'm seeing that it's a lot bigger than just being cute on the pool. And ain't nothing wrong with being cute on the side of the pool. <laughs> yeah, that if that's what you want. If yeah. you think that's the only avenue for you when it comes to water and you know just putting your toes in and jacuzzi it's like nah you can do what you want to do in the water and maybe you just need to see yourself there so that it becomes more of a fuck it let me try it yeah why the fuck not you know yes you were preaching just now we were just at church (laughs) every once in a while I go on a good I fall down a good rabbit hole I'm good for a rabbit hole and that was the truth and you know I will bring up too um, I don't know if you saw it on my social media, how there was, there was a young lady in the Olympics who, you know, the whole issue with the swim cap. Yep. How, yep. you know, they're trying to say that it didn't count or they don't, you know. Yeah, they banned the soul cap or they, I think the company that made the cap for natural, uh, natural hair was like banned or something because it doesn't fit to the form of the head or whatever. It's a fucking swim yep. cap. The form, she whatever is on your head is going to be the form of it. Like. She, she won though like why would you like you know she did perfectly fine so why are you I don't get it but that again right for, by us shout out to Jay Alexander from FUBU like yeah. it's <laughs> for, for us and by us like that's the thing and like you said representation matters it does and even I, I for adults even for adults and I just think it's crazy that as I'm doing this that issue came up and it's like just more fire to let you know like that's why this shit needs to be here yeah. because we need to be uplifted more and we need to be able to rock our shit because it fits our hair. Like what's up with that? So yeah, it's huge. So what do you see for um, the future of Ama Ocean? Like what are some of like your dream goals or initiatives that you'd like to happen? I, since it's all for the culture, because when you think about it, music videos got a lot of fucking pool inflatables. 
you know, um, I could really see, and I'm, I'll go further than music videos, but I, I, I want to tap into artists because they are always doing videos. Now they can use black-owned pool inflatables. Um, I, the big goal for me is um, I could see myself partnering with like a Nike mm -hmm. and, you know, partnering and doing a vest life jacket oh. together oh that would be sick that'd be fire for fucking yacht nick bro it's like shit i don't know how to swim yet bitch but i'm trying to do yacht nick and be you know what i mean like okay. and then they get a polo float you know what i mean like shit come on <laughs> i know niggas that don't wear shit but polo see yes yeah, so have a little nike check on it but the Word. design on the ocean and it can be like a collab and so yeah. anybody from nike if you hear me out there um mav maverick carter actually is somebody i've been trying to reach out to because he's lebron's boy and i just know they're tied in with nike hey if you're watching what's up no really yep. um, i i um nike's really good at storytelling mm. and i could just see myself fitting in there some way somehow um i also Retail stores is like I could see myself possibly being in a Target, maybe. Yeah, um, absolutely. You know, absolutely. Uh, I'm actually in the incubator program right now. I have to be on a call every Tuesday, and I'm, they're kind of like prepping us if we want to get into Target. Um, and I just nice. reached out. I just reached out to a couple of buyers from Urban Outfitters. Like I'm going on that route. You know what I'm saying? So that's a good um, one. You know, oh man, I'm so excited about yeah, that. Yeah, that would be a perfect fit because they are into all the tchotchkes. You know what I mean? Like you yeah. go there, you go there for a t-shirt and you come out with like sex cards, you come yeah. out with drinking game dice, a pair of socks, and a fucking lamp, and then you've got the fucking t-shirt. <laughs> kind of like the target of like cute shit. And, but yeah. like, it's not front like Target don't have cute shit, but like fun stuff. It's kind of like an adult Spencer's, but like a little bit more yeah. culture. You know what I mean? Yeah. I like it. Yeah. So I could just see myself hitting up those areas. And then of course, influencers, like I just want right. to hit up people and I'm not even gonna say names, you know, just anybody who likes floats or anybody black, <laughs> um, you know, and, and I will say too, I will expand later and have designs that are, you know, everybody, but right now it's about us. Right. Cause it's not there now for us. Right. So, well, I plan to not, you know, stick to bliggity biggity black. I mean, I'm going to expand, but we're forefront right now. Right. Yeah. So where can the people find you? Where can we contact you? Where can we buy floats? Where can we <laughs> buy pools? And you have a lot of other um, water accessories. Like you have towels, uh, yeah. bags, t-shirts. Where can we find you and your items? So almaocean.co. Uh, it's not .com. It's .co. So almaocean.co is where you can shop 24-7. Um, and then I've got reach out to me. You can slide my DMs. I run, I run my personal social media and I run the Alma Ocean social media. So it's underscore Alma Ocean. Um, yeah, I'm not shy. I love talking to everybody. If you email me through the customer service. Oh, that's not me. <laughs> Edit that out. <laughs> <laughs> no, just kidding. You can keep it. I'm an entrepreneur. It's fine. Um, but yeah, so anyway, you want to reach out to me. I mean, it's me for now until my team grows, you know what I'm saying? But <laughs> right. It's really just me right now. Um, and so is this? This is a me shop. Yeah, it's a me show, and it's it's cool. It has you have your days where you're frustrated. You wish you had like, you know, the sidekicks or somebody to help you, which will come eventually. But now I'm like actually embracing the struggles. Like I'm yeah. like, oh, shit, it's all right because later I'm gonna have like an operations manager. It's cool. It's cool. Like you gotta flip it and be like, that's all right. right. Now <laughs> you know exactly what to say to them is a reasonable turnaround time because. 
you've done it before. Now exactly. you can say, this is a fair expectation. You want to know how I know? I've done it before. Exactly. It's all just so you can be a better manager. That's what exactly. I keep telling myself. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So yeah, all the platforms, Twitter, that's me tweeting. Say what's up. Slide in my DM. All of that. I'm easy to reach. Okay, good. Right now. Right. Get in while you fit in. Because the price is going up. Because the price is going up. So we'll have all of that in the description box. We'll have the link to the website so you can order inflatables, pools, towels, the whole shebang for the yard setup. Because peep game, like, I feel like we haven't, I'm in New York, and I feel like we haven't really had, like, summer, summer weather yet. But I feel like summer, summer weather is coming. So you want to be prepared. Like hot, hot, hot yet? We had um, like one or two heat waves where we had like 90 degrees, 90 degrees. And then it's just been raining every day for almost the past month. And it's like 70s, get into the 80s, and then it'll rain. So it's, it's just gross. We haven't really had what I would feel like is like a good summer, summer. And the beauty in like inflatables is like especially the the cup holder you could bring that shit with you on your travels you know what i mean you want to be the center of attention you want to be a conversation starter look how it comes it comes like this can go in your little bag hello that's ready for a carry-on because i don't believe in checked luggage yeah it's so easy to pack um i mean it's amazing it's great so make sure to definitely check out the giveaway get you that and um I'll see y'all motherfuckers next week. Travelshippodcast.com if you have to, um, if you get lost some for some reason along the way. You found this. So if for some reason you're looking for something and you can't find it, travelshippodcast.com. It'll either be there or you can find me and just ask me for what the fuck you need. All right, guys. Bye. Thanks for having me. Oh, and yes, that part. Because <laughs> I know I'm going to talk to you right after. So let me say here on the show. Thank you so much for being a guest. I really appreciate you giving me your time and your story. And I can't wait for my shit to get here. Yay. Thanks for having me. Bye.